Welcome to the Strange Horizons podcast, December 22nd, 2014. This week we're bringing you the poetry from December. All of our poems this month are read by poets. First we have Rust by Catherine Ashley. Catherine is a jewelry artist, performance poet, musician, parent, weightlifter, and brain tumor survivor. Her poetry has previously appeared in Stonetelling and Interfiction. Forgetting things is her superpower, and she's inordinately fond of glitter. Her jewelry can be found at weirdingstudios.com, and she tweets about anything that crosses her mind at at weirdingstudios. That's followed by Raw Honey by Sara Norja. Sara dreams in two languages and has a predilection for tea. Born in England and currently settled in Helsinki, Finland, she is pursuing a PhD in English linguistics. Her poetry has appeared in publications such as Goblin Fruit, Curio, Strange Horizons, Through the Gate, Plunge Magazine, Nightblade, and Interfictions. Her short fiction has appeared in 365 Tomorrows and Quantum Fairy Tales. She blogs at suchwanderings.wordpress.com. That's followed by Warriors by Sato Angela Chuma. Fato is a 23-year-old Matsuana singer-songwriter, activist, and writer of poems and short stories. Her poems have been in web literary publications such as the Kalahari Review and Saraba Magazine. To her, art is the channel that unravels her essence and through which she builds new worlds. Finally, Letters to S from Poet Build Beta 3, written by A.E. Ash. Once upon a time, there was a nerd who wrote about magic, mayhem, pew-pew, and space. In the real world, A.E. Ash is an editor for a Mortuary Science Publications Index and spends daylight hours categorizing the clinical, workaday business of death. She's a graduate of the Iowa Writers' Workshop, but the most valuable lesson she's learned about writing she begged-slash-borrowed-slash-stole from the incredible weirdness of everyday life. You can find her work in Five Magazine and Luna Station Quarterly, and you can contact her on Twitter at at dogmycatsindeed or email her at dogmycatsindeed at gmail.com. Now, settle in. Let's begin. Rust by Catherine Ashling. Set aside your galvanized sorrow. You have been using it to shield your heart for far too long. Yes, your tears will etch lines of rust around your eyes. Do not polish them away. It is better to wear your sorrow on your face than to live behind this fragile sink veneer. It shields you from the worst of the storm, but it tastes of new pennies and old regret. And staying frozen in time is a high price to pay for shelter made from poison and half-truths. Yours was an alchemical reaction, a spark so bright it burned the world around you to ashes in the end and left you building a bomb shelter for your heart out of paper-thin half-truth sheet metal 
that tasted like old pennies and new regrets. Come out into the storm. Let the rain and the truth wash you into stillness and etch lines of rust around your eyes. Just don't stand out in the storm too long because there is no guarantee that someone will tumble out of this particular tornado to save you this time. And entropy always wins. Let your grief be bookended as you once were by us. Stand in this liminal space that we have come to call mud season and reflect on the endless cycles of life. Earth turns back to unfrozen earth. Ashes to ashes. Steel to rust. Raw Honey by Sarah Norja He draws on the iron claws forged by the blacksmith, eats the raw meat and honey the villagers have brought him, last of all puts on the thick pelt, dark smell earth smell. Now, you say, he becomes a bear, truly a bear, though summer long he's lived among them, learning to hunt and growl, learning bees and old gods. What happens next? I ask. We're skin and skin, the night's around us as your lips move, storyteller. Next, you say, he goes into the woods where the wolf demon dwells. The villagers never see him again, their protector but their milk stays uncurdled, cows' tails uncut, bones unbroken. They know he saved them, but they never speak of him. Only the witch remembers, Wise Eyes makes an offering, yearly, on the day the bear walked into the demon woods. She burns rowan, brings honey, and sweet, sweet berries, for him who heard the bear king's last breath, who killed the demon, he was man and there and asked for nothing. Silence. I'm crying, as you do after a story. We drift to sleep. I dream of iron claws and honey. Warriors by Tato Angela Chuma There are women who have let truth fill their mouths like sunrise. Women who have built homes in broken wombs to mend what is lost. They are daughters of storms, of the burning wind, of a healing they have kept under their skirts, under their tongues. These are women who have danced to an ancient pain of memories passed down like blood. They made a savior out of deep love they had for themselves, for their skin, for their heritage. Letters to S from Poet Build Beta 3 by A. E. Ash Entry 0408 Status reports archived Previous reports noted in metered verse I open my prototype poetic endeavor And I find myself wandering a labyrinth of trees This wind-whisper night surrounded by owls Useful to know Specifics render the fear less fearsome The darkness less dark I tell you that the ratio of owls to trees leans heavily in favor of trees, and that might prove calming. Know that each tree has its own Latin name, 
taxonomy, order, the power of reason. I begin my opus magnum in a dark night with owls, a metaphor for something specific. The owls, watchful, the forest obscure. Owls hunt alone. My owls gather in droves and crowd the branches until the wood boughs. The owls represent something other than owls. I begin my dream in a forest. The night is obscured and rife with hoots, and this is no longer a reasonable discourse. A tiptoeing approximation of wing beats and chills. I warn myself, creep quietly enough that the leaf meal won't rustle. Creep lightly enough that the twigs won't crack. That the owls will not hear me chanting Latin names of the trees in the dark. Entry 0508 Let the record show I have theories and ideas about you. The theories are drawn from experiments wherein nothing is left to chance except chance, and I promise I've checked the math. The ideas are born of music's sudden lights, the trembling behind my ribs when I am in close spaces or thinking of deep space and the strangeness of time. The theories are specific and do not hurt. The ideas give more than just of themselves. I promise I've checked the math. Entry 0608. You must know, my heart fulfills its chores with metal pounding metal noise. A roary, lights skittering over my brain. My heart does its lively work and I tick. Sometimes my skin is ill-fitted to the glowing ingot pink beneath it and my once-fallen white hot from the sky, heart within me, is still molten, but efficient, useful, and my pulse beats true. Entry 0708 I imagine that I sit in a field near a power plant, while the sky rests into itself, quasar-rich, and I wonder, how could I have said the right prayers? Something happens to me, Clouds, slow lull, cicadas, rattles, swan songs into the breath-held air, and I see that I am not, I feel not, and I want to be sorry, but I am not. I am only bemused, or so I imagine. I cannot have offered up to heaven, which rests into itself quasar-rich, where nebulae slow lull, where mysteries escape through rips in space-time and deus ex machina levers glint behind the shreds, apt and prompter petitions, but things are skewed and hitched, overdue for repairs, worlds threadbare, nasty innards of once elegant solutions poking through the wounds. Strung over unreckoned kilometers, power lines unite pylons and more lines and pylons. I imagine I sit in a field alongside the power plant and gaze upon steely towers, my face mooning towards the red warning lights atop the converging gunmetal tears. I pray now to these, my tongue heavy and dull. A whippoorwill sounds three stuttered notes. Tower lights pulse. One, two, three. I write to you. I swear I can hear the pylon metal hum. Entry 0708. Anomaly logged. Anomaly Code, Buildings Roman. I open my novel in which only twelve hours transpire, with a morning walk in the hydroponic garden on the aft deck, and some events of great pith and moment take place, 
but my novel ends with an opaque sky, owl-filled trees giving way to an alien basalt shore, oily winds skimming an ocean fathomless as the void and the sense of never, ever having been. The ending is cathartic, a journey from morning into night, or existence darkly sealed and the ensuing singularity is what I have named my novel and do not scold me for telling your truth or using your real name. The worst things happen in the beginning. The worst things happen in the false sun morning in a garden that smells of life. And the ending, like a cadence in the tonic major, is relief because the void does not ask and the void does not tell. Entry 0708, anomaly logged, anomaly code unknown. Should have been a satellite, sidereal messenger gunmetal star, steel-clad arms stretched wide to all space. Should have been a satellite, sending pulses to listening ears in the sands, dry windless day by dry windless night. Should have been a satellite, dragged by your heavy blue world in a slow-seeming heaven of orbit, of void. No. No, no. Malfunction detected in the cracks between us. Malfunction apparent in our lapses of faith. Malfunction implied in this violent need. Malfunction report submitted. Welcome back. This was a fun variety of poems, and I think a great batch to end the year on. What did you think of them? Go to the website and leave a comment, either on the poems themselves or on the podcast, and let us know. Two last notes before you go. First, I want to thank everybody who's helped us make this another great year at the Strange Horizons podcast, especially for the poetry. Chiro, you covered for me while I was moving, and that made my life so much more functional than it would have been otherwise. I am eternally grateful to you for that. We've also had a lot of support from the poets who read their poems for us and from our external readers who lend their voices to this to give us some variety, and also from our staff readers who have helped out and made this a much richer podcast than it would be otherwise. Thank you to them, and thank you also to the poets and to the listeners, without whom we would not have a podcast. And this last note before you go. Strange Horizons is an entirely volunteer organization, supported by donations from our fans and community. If you would like to support us, check out the donate link on our website. That's all for this week and for this year. Until 2015... Stay strange.